0: The 13th floor. floor, floor.
1: The 13th floor,
2: floor. Happy New Year's, ladies and gentlemen, from the 13th floor. where The furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I'm your moderator, B Jones, and as you can see, I'm here with Le Squad.
3: Yeah. Yes. America!
2: So, yeah, oh.
4: Fresh water. <laughs> <laughs> so you have fresh water in Jersey? <laughs> I don't know. That was kind of uh, they had a meeting. Awesome said tap. That water was
3: something. Like that. Good tapping wing. Yeah, hey, starting to be on that <laughs> Cause cause water boy watch out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're in North Jersey. This is very It true. was actually
4: a conversation. They said what's the biggest thing that's going on they said water. That's how it's that bad. You got to cry, it.
2: That explain my mind? She's, ladies she's ladies. all about real team. That, that makes sense. Episode one hundred, man, we here in the new year. Yeah. What's going on, folks? How y'all
3: feel about it? Man, it's another day. No, that's well, it. That's it. New year, man. This there there is. No 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 no, no. You missed episode one hundred. Yeah no no. That's great. No, I'm excited. <laughs> that's, that's not get that twisted. We talking about the new year. The new year is just uh, another day that you know uh, keep, moment, keep moment, it going. Moment, but as far as uh, uh this hundred, this is this is big. This is a, a monumental thing that exactly. you know no you don't no. get to. People quit at fifteen. People quit at twenty. People quit at fifty. You hit a hundred. There's no stopping. That's this right. is it.
5: Right. Exactly. People quit at we couldn't edit that in time. So mm-hmm. let's just forget it. It's too much work. Push
2: through. No. We may have missed what in the I think we backtracked, we may miss two or three weeks total. Yeah. Like i two and two years. But yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. we'll still push through the wander, baby excited. You got to, man. You got to. We owe that to our listeners, man, our loyal exactly. fans. We appreciate you being here through this two year process, man. Fact, yes. Day yes. one up to episode one hundred, man. We here. Uh, first things first, fellas. Uh, we gotta talk about last episode, man. I gotta get you guys'
3: uh, take on the, uh, the, the
2: the powder room,
3: man. I, I enjoyed that. it, man. I, I think that the powder room made me laugh. It was funny. Um, was it I, funny I, because of inconsistencies? And, you know, was, well, no. There was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot going back and forth, but just the way that they were bonding, you know, them not being together all the time, and how they just cracking jokes, and you were kind of there. Awkwardly <laughs> in the background. To the the said,
1: yeah.
3: But it was cool <laughs> to see the power players and to see how, how the our wives um you know played their kind of similar role in that in mindset. And Wendy took over the whole thing, which is she just she went in and she was right, like, I the I voice love of that your process. wife's
2: impersonation, like her voice when I mean, like how she was uh, trying to Impersonate the language Oh like oh, the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, is. she goes in and out like,
0: very quickly. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, impersonate the,
5: Her, her, her uh, accent. Nigeria, Nigerian, Nigerian
3: accent. Yeah. Yes. She, <laughs> has Nigerian Nigerian. No, <laughs> she has <laughs> no, <it's laughs> Nigerian impersonating Nigerian accent? No, 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 I understand everything. She
1: doesn't, she doesn't be, talk in dialect. She She's not impersonating you. So she was speaking her native tongue. awesome.
3: No, it was, it was real good. It was, it was good. I think it flew well. I think there were some points, and it definitely left some openings for, you know, more episodes, future episodes, because they, uh, they were going deep. Um, you know, I was kind of let down. They didn't go about paternity. You mm-hmm. started the paternity thing. I was like, go in, go in, because I actually got three months off, or a month off paternity, and I was like, oh, she didn't say that, but she wanted to, but um, someone else jumped in and just kind of kept going. which is cool. It got stuck for a while. And uh in the maternity I was like, all right, we got you, you carry it, we got you going to go on
2: the I definitely <laughs> enjoyed um Chris's take with Nia about mm-hmm. having the negotiation piece. Yeah. Like, and I never awesome. realized just how much that would have been a value mm-hmm. to me being grown up, like, okay, yeah, you could stay if you, if you want to, but how are we gonna make this a win win for both of us? You know, yeah. I mean, if you go do it then what are you, you know, what are you gonna give? And I never looked at it from that perspective and I thought that was like that was clutch. And I felt like that's something I would wanna incorporate with my children. Ooh. Shout out to Wendy. (laughs) I hope you listen to Wendy. Shout out to Wendy. Wendy, listen. You know what I mean? With the uh, give your boy a
1: break. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that in the heart. Right. I was like, (laughs) finally, somebody (laughs) listened. Listen,
5: listen, so you guys heard it for the first time on that episode. I hear it all the time. You guys need to give Jay a break. A Jay a break. I'm always like, he brings it on himself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He opens the door. <laughs> How does Nigerian impersonate?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. So, but
5: I, I think I think what was really cool was to just hear like you heard a lot of talk about them being mothers. Mm-hmm. Right Yeah. And, and, yeah. what, and what that experience is and what uh the sacrifices or let's say the deposits into what we do every day yeah. right whether yeah. it be our nine to fives or getting into our gifts and our passions uh you know just being on that same page and setting that expectation of okay well, what is it going to take for you to do this okay so i can do this mm-hmm. um and seeing that dynamic just happen and like them almost being on the same page. That
2: was a big it thing was, for me yeah. because there was a, a, a crazy gel. Like this is the first time they actually met. Mm-hmm. I mean we had like a pre-production meeting or whatever, but for them to get on and just like segue and move and just flow throughout that whole process, you would have thought that they had been in talks. You know, that they talk to each other when just, we're not talking to each other, right? Exactly. exactly. Right, but yeah. we'll see, we'll see, so here's here's my question about it, right?
5: I'm sure there's nothing that they said on there that they haven't said to us. Mm -hmm. but on there it was so calm and there was no emotion behind it right Mm -hmm. and it's almost like okay well how do we get to that same place where we have a conversation like that as opposed to there's so much tension and emotion put behind it that somebody starts shutting down Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah right whether it be us or it be one of them that's shutting down and that was the big takeaway was what makes it so different when you get around another group of women or a group of women that you can have an emotionless conversation, <laughs> right? But as soon as you involve a male in it, all of a sudden, like if Brett would have said the wrong thing, oh, he
1: would have been. Smart. Yes. Oh, there yes. was a couple times during <laughs> that yeah. that you watched the tail. We just gonna go and <laughs> slide over. Push <laughs> your, <hands Right>. <laughs> your mouth. Anyway, <laughs> like we were saying.
3: Yeah,
5: and, and look, I, I think I think it's a, it's a takeaway for all of us on both sides, right? Because you want to get to that conversation without uh, opening up the bank of what was deposited years ago, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. what you did back when, right? Because we always, both sides pull and that just ramps you up to that 10 immediately. You know? mm-hmm. But in, in that situation, they didn't have that, right? It's just, okay, we're talking about how we currently feel and what's going on. So for me, that was a key takeaway for me of, okay, maybe this is a key to how you we can have productive conversation not saying that we don't but this was at a next level where they honestly just had a conversation of listening to each other and I think a lot of times that's the breakdown between male the male and female
1: dynamic well it's the same I was gonna say it's the same thing how beneficial have these 100 episodes been for us yeah like and think about all the stuff that we've amongst each other been able to hash out and talk about and, and deal with and help each other out with that it's just that ability to have uh um coming together of people who are dealing with likes and um you know situations that that's what the strength of that was Is that at the end of the day even though they're all mothers and everything but they all already know well i see what they do and i Mm -hmm. see and and not only have they seen what we do but they've been surprised by how long we've done it the consistency in that it isn't garbage that they're they're no i actually (laughs) do go and listen to it now like it and I get something from it that that's what it's about is that same energy that we feel when it's like, man, this is this is more counseling for us than it's really like our focus on, man, we're doing a podcast. It's like, it's a relief to be able to have these moments with each other and like talk about whatever the the before the show and after show pieces when it's like, yo, we really get to vent. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. And, and that's the same thing that they felt and got that energy of when they stepped into the 13th floor. It was like, oh my God. I have this ability to, to I can have potty at the, m- I can just, you know, let it out. And there's people potty who, the yo, but there's people in the potty room who got potty out the mouth that when. <laughs> Put it on the shirt. Exactly. Um, but that's what, when you feel that energy and, and that understanding of being able to express something. Oh, well, I remember when Carol did XYZ and I felt, and then he, I, he's just like, yo, Art did the same, but like that's the that when yeah. you feel that synergy, it helps to to understand we're not in this thing alone.
5: Man, we appreciate you not dropping that. It was called that bomb
1: was. I'm unfiltered, baby. Yeah. the mouth.
2: <laughs> that's the party mouth. But if you look at it, and I think going back to your earlier point, girl, I think that that space, you know, how do we create that space where that? open communication can happen because they were comfortable, you know, so they didn't feel like they had to be defensive. Mm-hmm. I sat back in my chair and you know picked and chose my spots, guided the conversation, but let them speak freely. And I think that was probably the biggest component to getting them into the space where they're comfortable, being able to listen. And I think making the, the female, the sex, the woman feel like they're being heard and then us in turn feeling like we being heard, how do we create that dynamic? I think the other key to it was is that originally we were going to push an
5: agenda on them right mm-hmm. right like hey this is what we want y'all to talk about and then we quickly quickly discovered that okay that may not necessarily have worked and we kind of let them formulate their own agenda yeah, make sure, yep. and mm-hmm. think about it anytime you go into a conversation you kind of have your agenda you know where it wants to go mm-hmm. right and what's supposed to be a conversation or an agenda but you already know how you're going to start it and you know where you want it to end, mm-hmm. right? So you don't leave for that flexibility mm-hmm. and that interpretation and the contribution from the other person. The free person. flow. Right, right yeah, that right. free flow. So I think that's another, one of the keys to it of, of, of what we
2: saw there versus what we may have as conversation. In addition to that, I would think I'll go back to our earliest conversations where we sat around and it really was, whether it made the podcast or not, the conversations we had like you're going through that too? Oh, we went through that. Yep. I think they had the chance to see that. Yes, everybody lives their own life. We may be in different parts of the state, different parts of the country, but we're going through the same thing. And then they would turn to each other. So, because I, I remember one of the conversations, I don't remember the exact context of it. But then they turned to ask Gina, like, "Well, your kids are older, so what did you do when this happened?" Mm-hmm. So, because we had already been through that with kids, and yeah. that, and like, <laughs> So, what did you do? In, in, We talked afterwards, and for her, it was like, oh, I had a chance to kind of reflect and kind of give that input. And I'm thinking, these are my peers. These are my same age group, same, um, we're all working mothers. We're all doing this. While I'm staying at home, I'm a working mother because I'm working doing something, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I can give input as well, and my voice is valued. Right. right? And they value each other's opinion. So it was that welcoming, comforting spirit alongside of, well, I'm not the only one that's been through this or going through this. Yep. So that the atmosphere was set from the beginning as well. Yeah, man, we definitely want to keep recreating <laughs> that atmosphere, man. The powder room has to be a staple. I, I
1: mean, think. Yeah. they were they were, in a sense, objecting to doing it initially. To where by the end of the show, oh, during yeah. the show, was the the you know we need to make powder room gonna be forever. Right? <laughs> it's gonna go down like we doing this again, right? But it was awesome to watch that energy build and the comfort build. Like it was almost like watching all of our episodes in one episode. Yeah, the, the comfort that they went from. <laughs> Initially you could kind of feel, that, oh, what are we doing? Kinda of, what is it? Yeah. But then by the end of the show, we need to do this again, girl. <laughs> like let's talk. Right. They on chat now and everything else <laughs> is going that on it's on chat now. It's yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's 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 awesome to watch that. And it was like, like I said, it was like watching a mini version of our show progress in just that one 45 minute segment that you saw the same feeling of, wow, initially when we were doing this, we were kind of like, we know we want to do it, but we really don't know what it is we're doing and how, that now it's like, yo, we pop up a mic anywhere, let's do a show. Right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about something, and it's, but it's, it's, it's valuable, and that's what and, they felt. And,
5: and I think that was the, that was, that's the magic of the 13th floor, right? Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if they realized it, but they don't know why they had that good feeling towards yep. the end and yep. why they wanted to keep going. Whereas we experience that every week. We know why we want to keep going because as you said, it's therapy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And the problem is that a therapist, they don't really want to want to cure you. They want you to keep coming back. But yeah. well, we actually coming up with real life solutions every <laughs> single week.
2: Yeah. Not only that, what are you doing when you go to a therapist, man? Like I feel like therapists guide conversations, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. when you get in a group of people who have different experiences at varying levels. All you're doing is that same thing guiding the conversation putting your points of views out there your experiences and then getting that feedback the same thing a therapist does so if the cost associated there's a difference though the difference
5: is that in this setting right so okay i've seen therapists before for whatever reason right it wasn't somebody that looked like me that had similar experiences to me that Mm i really you can't really identify with me Mm -hmm. Right? Whereas when I talk to you guys, I know you guys can identify with exactly what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. or, or at least kind of fathom it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened for them, is that they were on there talking to somebody that has gone through what they're going through, looks like them, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. has, has a similar type thing. So it makes it so, it's so much more effective than an actual therapist. I mean, don't get me wrong, go to a therapist to start, right? but mm-hmm. then you need that support group around that's you. That's exactly what right. it's right.
2: about, that support so definitely look forward to the potter room in the new year we definitely want to set that up probably once a month or whatever and i think ej is going to be a major component of that man yeah yeah she, she already to, got she, fans but yeah, yeah her she energy really. is right, right, right. on you. yeah, <laughs> yeah no done she done.
3: definitely is uh yeah the president.
2: <laughs> 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 so we into this new year fellas man and the first thing people think about you know new year new you these goals and everything man i want to get our take on how we are going to attack this new year uh, from our perspective, and then it'll grow into the thirteenth floor. what do we
4: expect to get out of this new year
2: individually?
4: Mike, being focused, trying not to look too far ahead, but taking one day at a time, each day getting better. Um, focusing on the goals that you want to have, family, <clears throat> personal health. Like we've been talking about all day, the, the brain drinks and
2: vitamins and, the oil. Go ahead and get on that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a visual thing is it's, it's green. <laughs> like all I hear. I is it. Eat it. Broccoli, kale, collard
4: greens, asparagus, cook it, do like Chef E
3: did earlier.
4: <laughs> Blend it all up and put it in a glass and we have a different right conversation. On. But truly just, you know what I mean, trying to just stay focused on the day. Not getting too high, not getting too low, but understand eventually your blessings are going to come. And that's that's, that's primarily the biggest thing right now, just to try and stay focused.
2: Yeah, man, I think the distractions for me are kind of the biggest thing um, because it's easy. Um, And then some distractions don't even seem or feel like distractions, you know? Like, it's it's comfortable. It feels good. And then also understanding the difference between being productive and being busy Mm -hmm. because time is crazy. And a lot of what we're doing here with the 13th Floor and all of our different ventures, when I'm going outside of the 13th floor, um, time is of the essence. Like, it's so valuable, and you cannot waste it. And so these distractions and that productive versus just being busy all the time, you got to really nail that down. And so for me, it's all about being productive, making the most out of every hour, minute, second of every day. Because otherwise, you just look back and it's like, damn, I could have been doing this, this, and this, and I'm sitting here playing around with Netflix.
4: Hmm. Yeah. And that's dirty. Right. what it is. Exactly. Understanding, you know, how are you maximizing every minute towards your goal. Even if you are taking that time, it's like downtime for yourself to recover. But it's not thinking like, Okay, well I'm doing this or I'm being busy or just wasting time, just doing nothing, just being unproductive. You gotta use every minute as best as you can.
2: And there's so many opportunities out here, man, that just will pass you by if you just Make the wrong mistake, or just don't reach out to this person, or just forget to do this, or don't think to do that. So it's really important, man. Gotta be ready My the well, phone call. I think, I think yeah. the key to that is just being present. Like it's, it's easy to think about, like Mike said, you, you're so focused on the entire year, or you're so focused on you know, even 2020, but just being present in this moment, that's where all of the the strength, the power, the focus, the energy is. We don't know what two minutes from now actually looks like. We can mm-hmm. fathom it, we all can right. think about it, but when you're really present in today, in this moment that's where you you know I mean, you can enjoy like you said maximize every minute of every hour of every second you know what I mean It's like things like that so uh, and and it's not looking at taking that downtime as I'm not being productive right. you know mm-hmm. what I mean taking that downtime with you know whether it be with your with your wife or your your child mm-hmm. or maybe with your friends you know what I mean or mm-hmm. with yourself that's not not you're not not being productive you know what I mean that's you still working but working from a perspective of I need this moment you know yeah. what I mean? I have to step away so that when I get back, I can give it that much more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's I just feel like you, just looking at the present moment and really embracing that. And it's it's crazy the physiological effect that it has on you, just from a health perspective. Yeah. So oh no, yeah, sure. Making yeah, sure you
4: recharge your batteries. I
2: got
4: green juice, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> green juice. Grain it. Oh. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that. We'll, we'll see what happened by by June. What's that look like <laughs> for
2: you, DJ? So for me this year, like I'm not, I'm not the resolution person like that, but it's really clearing my plate. Like you said, distractions kind of combination of everything you guys said. I have my hand in so many things, trying to help other people. Mm-hmm. I have not put in the time to invest in myself, mm-hmm. right? So the last part of the year really had been getting some things off my plate. And not saying i'm done with it just i'm just remove myself but kind of find a way to ease out mm-hmm. and put in new and i'll give the example black alumni society and we had not had leadership and, and official leadership in forever um a lot of stuff that fell on like if i didn't do something communication wasn't going to get out people didn't know what was going on but it, like i i can't continue to do this without an e-board and i can't continue to do this without investing in myself the time that i could be doing other things that i need to be doing for me and my family. So it really was helping them set up to have elections to get a new e-board in place. That happened October, November. So as the new year rolled in, that's one thing I saw monthly. my plate. Other things at work, other things outside of other little things, projects I had going on, is like, look, um, I gotta find a way to back out, right? So now it's 2019, Is really taking that time to all the things that we're going to do, all the things that said we need to get done and like, taking that time and put it back in myself. Because really that's what, I can't worry about everybody's plate, if my plate is not fully from mm-hmm. my family. That's financially, mm-hmm. that's spiritually, mm-hmm. that's physically, that's mentally. Like all them components have to be, I had to be in. I had a realization over the summer, like look, it's not that I was taken away from it, but I wasn't giving my all to make sure we're safe. Mm-hmm. But I, was, I would bend over backwards to help everybody else. But at some point in time, I gotta say, right? I gotta be selfish with it, and it's okay to be selfish. And that's what I was about to yeah. say. Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Right? Yeah, and, and I, I would. No, yeah I, yeah, I would feel bad about right. it. Right. But I, right. you know, I can't. Right. Like when I look at financial future of my family, like look, I could be, I have things on my plate ready to go, but I haven't put the time in to get it done. But I, if I count up all the hours I was helping other people do things, mm-hmm. I like, like I could have been done with this stuff already. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, it's, it's, it's I, I like the
5: plate references you just said because what we end up doing is we give everybody else our effort for them is the dinner plate yeah right and then we treat ourselves to the dessert plate right yeah. when it yeah. needs to be the other way around we need to take our plate as the dinner plate mm-hmm. and then if I can get to you sweet and that's the dessert plate right. yeah right. you know what I mean but we we, we, we just feel that pressure of we want to help everybody uh, and then when it's time for us to be helped, next thing you know, you know what I mean. Your your plate is so worn yep. and tarnished, and sometimes you can't come back. You yeah. just can't come back from it.
2: Exactly. So it's time. It's time to make sure that's set up for us again, helping people along the way as I can. But priority number one priority is making sure that our plate is taken care of. And how much more opportunity are you going to be able to provide you know once you have yourself in order that's yeah, the kind of that's that that's the way that i'm thinking yeah, you know with the is. businesses and things that i'm trying to create i know it's going to be hell on me right now to get everything in place but, but it'll be worth it in a long long right.
1: long run, long, long oh, answer yeah. um two things one consciousness so being more aware and perceptive of what's going on while this is something I've been growing, so I'm not, uh, like BJ, I'm not trying to make it like once January 1st hit, that was the, you know, all of a sudden now I'm going to do it. Like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've been riding this wave and allowing it to grow, but that is one thing I, I want to continue to focus on is, is the consciousness of being aware of what's going on, but then also being thankful in, in absorbing the moments. I think that too many times we get caught up in the hustle and bustle and won't appreciate just the fact that we can sit there and watch Netflix. You know what I mean? And, and that that it's okay at that moment and being appreciative of it and not getting in the space of feeling like, oh, I'm watching Netflix, which means that I'm depriving myself of something else. No, you can't always be busy. You have to be able to have some downtime and learn that beautiful mix of everything. And so allowing that to take effect. And, and I do a lot, but I don't do enough. And so being understanding and figuring out the right focus and placement of everything that I have going
2: on. You say you do a lot, but you
1: don't do enough. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, at the end of the day, I feel if I am not financially, mainly where I feel that I'm dominant, I guess is the best like type of feeling that I have about it. I'm not. I'm not doing enough. It doesn't matter that in while mentally I am fine where I'm at, it still is a motivating factor in the back of my mind that I'm still not where I feel I know I could be. So feeling that I don't, I haven't reached my full potential is the motivating factor
3: that keeps me pushing <laughs> that level. That uh, home, that home, that's what's up. All right. Wow. Listening to everybody else's, uh, mine seems quite simple, but... I um, want to get a Nintendo Switch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, mine is, is like the complete opposite of that of everyone's because it's uh, just been a busy last two years with everyone, you know, everything going forward. So I kind of now just, you know, in, at night, look at my list for tomorrow, and then tomorrow start the list off, and the list is complete. I feel good and hopefully by 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock latest, like my list is done and I can just relax. And I, I look forward to setting up my, my plate so that it is full and I can go through it. Um, but also knowing that, okay, this is it. I, I'm done, downtime and now we am good to go. Um, I started throwing that down my little vacation area and I noticed that, oh, I tell myself by 5 i 7 o'clock, I'm, not, I'm done everything else like the pressure of just being able to sleep or yeah, I'm tired absolutely. now I'm going to go to bed and it's like cool so I know that tomorrow it will be there yeah and it's not always like oh I had to finish it night like no it's cool like almost everything you do will be there tomorrow there's deadlines but very rarely is it like it's a if it got to a deadline then I mean you miss something up we can have to go right. yep. so you should be able to go I can do it tomorrow and knock it out because I have the time to do it so that's what I'm going to focus on this year is just you know taking care of the, the less getting the chance to early in the band to do it
2: it sounds, it sounds like the exact same as everybody else said, man? just really focusing on you know what you got to do because mm-hmm. i mean all of us are grinders all of us go after yeah. it right mm-hmm. so focusing on what did you got to do but at the same time not beating yourself up when you take that time for yourself yeah you know what i mean just yeah. really focusing on right now and plant and allowing right now to prepare you for tomorrow that exactly. sounds like you've done a lot of that planning and implementation, imp- implementing your system and stuff over the last couple of years. So now you're at the point yeah. where it's like, you know, I can put this thing on autopilot. I know what I'm doing X, Y, and Z throughout the day mm-hmm. to make sure I can accomplish the goals that I've set. And I'm in a good place, you know, at the end of the day or end of the month. Right? Yep. Exactly. It is. The big part of that, honestly, is what I heard you is what the <laughs> I had a couple years ago. Even though I didn't get to the point where I was done by 5, 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But when I got home from work, mm-hmm. that stopped from that time until the time they went to bed was my kid's time and yeah. family time. Yeah, And then I would pick back up and work all night. But right. to get past that phase, mm-hmm. you're such a simple where you can be done with this and then family time or rest time, personal relaxation, yeah. whatever that form that takes. And then, or just go to sleep, whatever yeah. that means. Like, But that is important because everybody that's sitting around who has kids know that they need us there too. Yeah. They need yeah. us present. present. And mm-hmm. with everything going on in the world today, even much so, much more so after they get home after school mm-hmm. <laughs> to debrief on everything that yeah. happened that day. Because there's some things that are happening. The kids just want you to say what happened <coughs> at school today. Yeah. There's a, they don't want to tell you unless they're being asked or they may be intimidated. Mm-hmm. The kids just want to be asked, so what, what are you thinking totally about? about school? Yeah? We yeah. Talk to me about it. Let's go for a ride and talk. I admit to start doing one at a time. Yeah, like, just Talk to me you about your week. Talk to me you
3: about your day, whatever it may be. And somebody somebody told me that i don't remember who it was they were like um actually the two boys were so close together they were like you have to make sure you give them one-on-one time one-on-one. Yeah. because they remember that time with just you yeah and it's great to have it together you guys they're bonding as brothers or brother and sister or however it may be but when they have one-on-one time with their parent it's like they remember that and they can open up as them instead of being as us
1: mm-hmm. and i was like
3: ah oh, i want to do mm-hmm. that now it's pretty cool so i've been doing it now with the boy they're super young but he still gets but that's what it. Yeah. So that's those are the
1: moments that become infused in your mind. You don't stay as focused on group situations as you do a personal situations where it was you and somebody in, mm-hmm. and they touched you in that moment. No, R. Kelly, but that they touched you <laughs> as far as you know emotionally or, that is really what pushes the needle. Right? Those are the moments that. Become impressions that you know you build off of later. That become that strength and that you know. Wow, I do have, I do have a support system and somebody past myself that I know is there for me. I can talk about anything and I have that open mm-hmm. door with. Me. Yeah, I remember when uh, the kids would come home. I do give them appointments. So everybody knew my This
4: was Tuesday. Destiny was Wednesday. Wednesday was Friday. But you knew when you got home, like regardless if you working on a project, whatever support you need. Absolutely, we have this hour-and-a-half block that you can do whatever you need to do with me during that time. There's open homework. We can talk.
2: I'm gonna take Tuesday if you take my wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swapping out shit. <laughs> right. you know, right. right. <laughs> you know, but that's
1: so powerful. You're setting. Yeah, them the say The different group. pieces that are piled on yeah. to just yeah. right. the. Just it's right. not just, right. just, it's right. not just yeah. about the one-on-one time with Daddy. It's the time management skills now that they, that they are able to put it to put together, like we got means. Now I'm negotiating with my brother and sister, which helps. Now the dialogue between the, the siblings is right. a better dialogue because we know how to talk to each other and not fight about, exactly. like, yo, you're going to be here at it. No. <laughs> hey, will you change this for that? Okay, yeah. perfect. Let's do it.
4: And they had Daddy Now cards. So <laughs> it was an index card that regardless of what it was, you can use that card. But I don't care the Trump card. It was a daddy. Trump card. Right now, I need it, and I will give a signature. So mm. you only got so many times a month, your signature, you already use your Daddy Now. Now you got to wait until you get your appointment. That's awesome, right God. That's, God. Awesome. That's, that's awesome, right That's awesome.
1: Take you notes, know Amir. Right. Yeah. Take <laughs> daddy now. Put on wow. Man. We got T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was good. Yeah. Alright, let's do
2: that one, bro. Hey, I gave <laughs> it to me. I give it to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I like I can't. So, <laughs> boy, <so, laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for. It. You know what I mean? Wow. So you know, this is the part where we come to you with your prolific wisdom and knowledge, and you kind of pull it all together. with What yeah. you got? <laughs> Prolific. Oh no! They won, was, baby. They won. They <laughs> won.
1: That has been the drop. <laughs> yep. Confused, like on that one.
5: Um, man, hear me out. For me, and look, it's not a New Year's resolution. Like, right? I already realized this, and I, I, I took a little transition and let people know. Look, the gloves are off, right? Mm-hmm. So mine is stop being so polite and considerate. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, it's I'm always considerate of somebody else's opinion, what somebody else is trying to do, being polite to other people's opinions. And at this point, it's just like, nah, I got knuckles for you. That's it. And what's behind those knuckles is similar to BJ is my agenda.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
5: And what I'm on. And I think it's just a matter of at some point I adopted this polite, smiling, friendly demeanor. Oh my gosh, you're so well mannered. <laughs> well, not when it comes to division and the go anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is no more well mannered, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's like, I don't care what it is. Work, cute focus, baby. Whatever's mm-hmm. going on, because everybody else got their dinner plate.
2: Exactly.
5: Right, and they not being and it's a nice of... dinner plate. Right, mm-hmm. and you ain't sharing your food. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, at this point now, it's like, look, I'm coming to get, I'm, I'm bringing a plate, and I'm going to get my food to put on it, and you just got a deal. Don't ask me for none. And I don't care what you think about what I should eat. Yeah, I'm getting sick. Right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm waiting for leftovers. Yeah. yeah, So, at at this point, it's like, I, I was talking to somebody, and um, they said, uh, when they found out, you know, I was having a child, they were just like, you know, I was going to have a son, Asher. They was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how that child's going to handle that level of intensity. And I was like, intensity? What are you talking about?
3: So just recently, I
5: followed up on that, right? And this is two years ago. <laughs> so I followed up. I go, hey, when you said, Carol, intensity, like, what does that mean? She's like, oh, everything you did, there was a level of urgency. There was intention. And they had to get done that. They mm-hmm. had to get done.
2: Mm. And I was just like,
5: "Ooh, like." And as I think back, like
2: during that time when Asher was
5: coming, no, at that point yeah, of his yeah, life, was, yeah, right. So that's series. what that's what they thought. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to be with with Asher, right? Okay. And obviously, you know, that's that's a different dynamic, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, we got to get to that level of where he understands that. Mm-hmm. But for everybody else, okay, game on.
0: Yeah,
5: you know, i been operating not as who I am for the sake of everybody else being comfortable,
0: right?
5: Right. But meanwhile, now I got to think about long-term comfort for me and my people.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: You see what I mean? Yep. So that's why I say, okay, it's coming. <laughs> and if you haven't been paying attention, the signs have been put out there, and that, and now it's time to go. So that's where it is. Look, intention and, and urgency, because look, we don't know if we're going to see 2020. It's true, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Right? right? So next what you tomorrow. gonna leave? What you gonna leave for your families this year?
0: Mm-hmm.
5: If you're not gonna be here next year, and you gotta think that way. So for me, it's this year is okay. You know, Carol, you don't you don't have 2020, so we
3: can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Your first point. Your first point. You made. I think you hit the point of someone who just retired. Like, you're gonna get me as I am now. Yeah, I don't have to put on a show. I don't have to put on a show for you. I don't care yeah. what your opinion is. Why do we wait for that? Why yeah. do we wait for
5: retirement? Again? Right,
3: but that's that's the mindset that they had. When you retire, you're like, okay, like the old old man yep. in the car, like I'm an old man now. I don't I care, don't what care. You're I'm gonna to do that. what I want and, and I don't care if
1: you're upset about it, like yeah. I'm I know what my focus yeah. is. my yeah. thought is what I did I accomplish the
3: goal? Perfect.
1: That's yeah. all that matter
5: Yeah. And and, and so right now awesome. we stress ourselves so much mm-hmm. because we, yeah. we worried about, oh, how are they gonna perceive this? Look, it is what it is. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I want to dive in on that part because in the spaces that I find myself operating in, the people that I'm dealing with have that and they got it a little bit earlier than I feel like I got it. And I mean, they're older in, in age, but they have it. How do we build that? You know what I'm saying? How do we give that to somebody to start honing in? Because I think it's very important that confidence and ability to go after your goal, go, after and get, go out there and get what you want to get on your term, Now I'm, I mean in business you got to negotiate, you know, you mm-hmm. got to bring something to the table and you know acquire whatever. But it starts with believing,
4: I believe in, in what you're doing, and what you're bringing to the table. How do we get that into the people that we talk to? I think it's empowerment. Like you either have to put them in spaces to be successful and you have to continually encourage them when they fail that I have high expectations for you to be successful. Pushing that if their mindset is they lack the confidence, they'll begin to say, Why do you keep pushing me when because I see something in you mm-hmm. that you need to see in yourself? You can't really make them, but eventually it will get to be a point that you know what, like everybody else was doubting me, but I continually start to hear your voice of saying, No, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, and then eventually they'll get there. you do it with do it with the kids from birth. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I always tell them, like, it's okay to be. But oftentimes <laughs> no, get this, to a point this. where people fear being successful exactly because right. you don't want to have That's the limelight be of being in that space where everybody like it's okay it is okay for people to say you are the greatest of all time be that
0: mm-hmm. um,
4: and in doing that you get a piece about yourself and it's all self-confidence but That's I think so. I think the other part you have
5: to you have to introduce the other part too right mm-hmm. where you can attempt to be great and fail, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Right, because I think that's what ultimately it is with that confidence piece is you fear whatever not going well, you fear that failure, you fear that loss. Yeah, yeah. Right, so, and then you end up spending a whole lot of time in reflection about perfection. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's not where we need to be. Like, people put pressure on themselves, oh, this is gonna be my year, this is my year. (laughs)
0: It's been
5: one year, <laughs> for every year every year life. is going to be your year right and that's because you put yourself in this mindset of this is going to be the best year of my life but what if it's supposed to be your decade yeah mm-hmm. and you ain't playing for it mm-hmm. yeah right yeah. so even if you get to the finish line or to the checkpoint of this race which is the end of the year what what do you do when you realize oh shoot I got more to run and I ain't trained for that. Dive in, baby. Yeah, you got to dive in, but you got to train for it with this segment here. I'm going to murder this segment. Right? right?
2: Is it prepare and, me for
5: and prepare yeah. me for whatever it is. I'm going to run this segment like it's the hardest one.
0: Right.
5: And then it's going to get easier
0: as you go down. As you run. go down, Yep. You definitely can't take
2: you can't leave last year what all the lessons you went through and you learned last year. You can't leave that and take, you know, going to this year and think that you not know, you can't, you know, that I mean? like you're gonna just run the continue to run the race. Like you gotta continue to take what you did in the past and you know, like you said, that checkpoint and just and just run with it. But I think as an individual, um, to get to that point, I feel like you gotta get I I feel like a better term, you gotta get mad. Like you can't I feel like so many times we we don't uh, you know get to that point where we're we're unapologetic and we're pressing forward and we're going for it all because at some level we're content with where we are. Like we're not truly unsatisfied with being where we are. And as long as you have some level of content with being where you are, you're gonna stay there. As long as you see you know like where you are as an option, you're gonna you're not gonna leave. That's just mm-hmm. that's just my philosophy on it. So I feel like you got to get to a point where this is not it. Like I don't burn the boats as you know me as the guru would say. Like you, this is no longer. An option for me. I have to get to
1: that. Spot. Enjoy being uncomfortable. Right. Like and enjoy, enjoy being that being yes, like pushing that needle and understanding that complacency and, and being, oh man, well, you know, I make good money. And you know, while I don't love my job, I know that the check is steady and, and you know I'm here. Don't that's that's not okay. Like have a passion, have something that you're 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 focused on and you love. And it doesn't mean you know stop your career and focus directly on that passion but don't allow yourself to get um lulled into the doldrums of just being you know schlepping through life and just man i get up i wake i wake up i go to work and i come home and, the, and it's just rinse cycle and repeat like life is about living enjoy it push the needle put yourself in uncomfortable positions to help yourself grow as opposed to settling and being okay with what you've already dealt with.
5: Right. Mm. Be happy with what you have, but don't be satisfied. Exactly. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Know that there's more. Yeah. Okay, you got this? Great. You've reached a level of achievement. But what's next? Yeah. Exactly. Keep pushing it because a lot of times we get caught in our own thing. I'm gonna borrow something from a man Jamal. He said, Okay, it's great. Yeah, I'm wealthy, I'm good but what about my kids and my kids' kids? What if I give them this head start mm-hmm. and they don't have this type of yeah. stress of figuring mm-hmm. out how you're gonna get there? Yeah. Right? And man, we need to have Jamal back on the podcast soon. But mm-hmm.
2: uh, I, I just think that that's, that's how you gotta be. Two two things pop in that I've been hearing on this conversation. One was a visual I saw walking to school one day in a teacher's classroom for, for his kids. Um, the word comfort zone was written the word comfort Zone was the letters we used to make a circle. Yeah. Had a red dot in the middle. It said you. Across the board, it just had the magic happens here. Let's Everything in that. that space outside of the yep. comfort Zone. Right? Mm-hmm. We, we,
5: we've actually posted that before,
2: I believe it. All right. That was, and that was in a teaching class from that day. And that just stuck out to me that, okay, so here is, I'm, I'm seeing an, an educator who is not, yes, we worry about teaching what we got to teach for standards and what needs to be taught by the book. But what life skill, and that that starts with kids as young as age yeah. what one now one, yep. one, one out three mm-hmm. right, and then the, the second thing is through thing, like when you're born, you have all these fears. fears of falling, mm-hmm. fear of noises. But as adults, there's two main things that keep people back: FAF and FAF. Fear of fear of failure and fear of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what keeps people in that comfort zone. And I can't remember what book. I'll look it up in book because I want to cite everything right where I got it from. I can't remember right now. Um, but Faf and Fop always sticks with me because <laughs> only because when I read <laughs> I thought I was the only one I'm like, oh, million dollar black. Million dollar black. <laughs> <Million dollar> black. <laughs> FOP and FOP. But when, I, when I, I go back to those, because when I, I see and I hear people's reactions to their jobs, to their family situations, to relationships, like, like why, why are we doing this thing to ourselves? Like, you know you're in a bad situation, whether it's work, relationship, um, spiritual, whatever the case may be, why are you stuck there? Because you're, you're afraid to come out of that comfort zone because that's all you know to do. Stop settling. Like it, we and we have to support each other with, with telling people it's okay to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. it's okay to say you know what we got to figure out a way financially make it because this job is is I may be making money but I'm not happy I have to find something I can enjoy doing mm-hmm. so we need to come together as a family as a group of us to support each other I mm-hmm. like it and um of my chat the other day last week that somebody one I think Omar posted um the thing about um Men should share. Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't make it. (laughs) Couldn't make it. Men should share information. Talk about salaries. Talk about the salaries and and what they make. And that's been one of the things I think when you look at the male ego, Mm -hmm. we don't talk about salaries. We don't share that information with each other. Not at the point of I'm doing better than you or they may not be doing, but like if I'm making $70,000 a year and I have a room full of guys that are 80 plus, yeah, I need to be right. seeing what I need to do, and what skills mm-hmm. they have to treat that ten thousand dollars may make the difference of me losing my house right. in the next year or two years. Yeah, on, exactly. me, on me being successful and be able not going to debt doing something else, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the statistic is your five closest friends, you take an average of their salary, that's you. Mm-hmm. So if you're making the most in your circle, you need to change your circle. Right? right. right. If you have the best health in your circle, then you need to change your circle, <laughs> right? So you should all be striving for that level, get out of that comfort zone and keep pressing, pressing, pressing for the next level, the next best thing. I heard they say, like, it, the friends that got you here won't take you where you're trying to go, absolutely. Right? You gotta get to that get level that. up, yeah. and that's yeah. I not mean, saying just dump everybody by right, the side, right. it's still there. You still gotta, so you gotta you expand it. your network, yeah. Right. Exactly. You can keep those people, but you gotta reach out to people that are like where you want to be, like Spider Verse 70,000 and everybody else is making 80, you exactly where you need to be. You know what I mean? So that's, mm-hmm. no, no, I'm not saying that's what you're doing. Right. but you know yeah, I mean, but yeah, you your, You're your, in there, you're in the your average. Level, yeah. right? exactly. But if we <laughs> never talk about that, mm-hmm. and we never know what's going on, and we don't make that a conversation that we have, then, yeah, it's just a guessing game. Yeah. Yep. Seriously, I'm trying to get to 80, bro. what I got to do? <laughs> I'm gonna cuss. I ain't get yet. For the <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's good stuff, man. Hey, all of those great lessons to take into this new year. I know we're a few days late or whatever, but we always on time here on the. Yes, right. That me. is. So, no, sure. clocks. Right. <laughs> no, no clocks.
4: clocks. No <laughs> calendars But yeah. the views are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> As we work to
2: wrap this thing up, man, we're going to go around, man, and uh, get our little sections in. So, J-Day, so you up first, man, with your fit tip going into the new year. What's going on, bro? Uh, um, Yep. Yo. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, definitely. Um, Green juice. One, it's, 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 like I said, um, throughout the podcast, man, being present. Uh, like I said, it's a physiological effect. I think like, you can't even digest your food properly if you're not present. You. you know what I mean? Like, there's a, a, a stage, I believe, it's, I believe it's called a cephalic stage, that uh, takes place just from smelling food, just from uh, knowing that you're about to eat, right? Mm -hmm. And it it happens to, it basically prepares your mouth to, um, you know, basically you salivate so that you can Mm -hmm. actually digest and like properly digest the food. But if you're in a rush, like, you know, okay, I only got, I got five minutes to eat. Let me get to the the spot real quick. So if you're rushing, that process doesn't, that process doesn't happen effectively. And then it affects the next stage of digestion and the next stage of the next stage. Then you have things like indigestion, you know, you have acid mm-hmm. reflex and things like that. So, literally, from a physiological standpoint, if you're not present and sitting down and actually enjoying,
4: food tastes great.
2: You know what I
1: mean? Like, you're tasting <laughs> the food. You just you're just throwing it <laughs> back, and, juice, yeah. and it's just <laughs> great, you just right out there.
2: Right, and then you just
1: on to the next things. And then,
2: or, you know, so sorry, so I say sorry. I just want
1: to recommend people
2: uh, be present in everything that you do. Uh, but specifically, if you're being strategic with your health, be present when you eat. Take the time to chew. And, and swallow, you know, effectively, so that you don't have to necessarily deal with those stuff. Sign me up, Jay. <laughs> there it is. Twenty minutes, ready to go. Ready to go. Right. Fresh in biz, man. What you got for us,
1: bro? Fresh in biz this week, number one entrepreneur. Ninja. Um, it's Very it's good. really just do, man. My 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 word to you. I'm gonna take a piece of yeah, what I got from my man, Jay Fingers. That you have to seize the opportunity stop shining those balls stop thinking that this new right moment is coming stop thinking that you know you have to wait for whatever else that there is and understand it is about execution go out there and do recycle once you go and do and figure out if we waited until we felt that it was perfect to do the podcast we'd be on episode three so it's about (laughs) saying you know what i was the biggest champion of man we just got to do it i don't care just do it just go we just need to do it and we'll figure it out We'll, we'll refine it as we go but the fact that we made the first step is how we got to 100 and that's what everybody needs to do this this year fresh and biz let it be known to do nike is the the slogan just do it let's get it fresh and biz entrepreneur ninja
2: all right, it's Corner, man, it's been
3: a minute. What we got? It has been a minute, uh, yeah, man, and jump up in the shot. Oh yeah, my so so people. Yeah. Oh, okay, stand up. Uh, Let me see y'all. Nah. Uh, Please, all. I know, right? <laughs> um, uh, first, I start off with uh, Happy J Five. J Five are all my brothers. Uh, they're out there. It's uh, is monumental. It is today. You can get your sure later on, don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so so the corner this week is is gonna be about you know new year's kind of new mindset thing and resetting your house. First, you're gonna break into two categories. One is your financial house and your financial setup. So this year I'm gonna do a lot of things about getting um, your financial things set up and planning and things you can to do to get yourself set forward. But starting off with just understanding where you are. A lot of people don't know what they've gotten. You gotta write all this down. Um, write down what you owe, write down what you don't owe, write down your interest rates, write down every single thing you have. It will take some work, it's not gonna be a five minute thing, but you have to sit down and write it all and see it on paper. Um, you don't really know what you are owe and you'll know your net worth. because, because you're making $100,000, 80 grand, you don't know what your net worth is. You might actually be in a hole by 140 and you're making 100000 so you're trying to figure out how to get to that point. And that's when the reality hits. And I've seen, um, we spoke on my one on one mm-hmm. about the spreadsheet that, we, that, that I had set up and I've got phone calls and people wanting to get this and send the emails out to them. And you realize at that point, when you put the information in and the numbers hit that bottom and you see, because it's red or green, I did it purposely. So when you call your numbers and you see it and it turns red, and you go, oh man, like I, if, I, if I were to pass today, I'm leaving my family nothing. And then you are living your day in a negative. You literally are worth nothing in the mindset of financially. You may feel it when you body-wise, you're great. But on books and paper, to someone that doesn't know who you are, you are literally carrying someone else's weight behind you. So get that in order first. Put it on paper, set it up, and figure out how you're going to do that for yourself. And then personally, it's all about figuring out the mindset of you know getting rid of all those people who are naysayers and people who are pulling you back and enjoy people who are cheering you on. They're pushing you from behind and telling you you're doing the right thing and you know keep moving. You may get one of those a week and you may have 45 people saying that it's bad. Hone in on that one because that one person saw something in you and how they brought it in earlier, that one person can help you get past all those barriers and you're going to say the next person. Now that one turns to four and that four turns to 15 and you're gonna have people still telling you no and that's a part of life and that's the building process but you gotta hear the yeses. You gotta hear how them, because you will look back and five years ago, man, wow, this person did tell me I had that in me, and now I see it. They're pushing you forward. So you got those two things to do this year, um, now to start off the year and move the right way. Financially, take care of yourselves on your books, and then personally, make sure you're hearing what you wanna hear and you are honing in on the positive mindset to move forward. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna actually get that spreadsheet for you. I wanna see what nothing looks like at the beginning see, of the year, so yes. I can see what I turn it into.
3: There you go, end there end you, end you go. You think about done. that, and, this spreadsheet is an active spreadsheet. It's a living spreadsheet. Did i put it in there and go, I'll come back to it later on. Like there's numbers you put in. Man, you send a check in to whomever you use, your credit card or student loan, maybe. You go in and you update it. Because you want to see, because I broke down payments for student loans, you literally know how many months you have left until it's over. So they tell you the number you want, but you get to see the actual, like I have four months and five days until this is paid off. And granted, it just might change a little bit, but you at least know you're, you're, you have goal in line. So you cut, you put an extra hundred bucks in there. You see how that affects later on. So it's all about that. And it's really just—it's a living document.
2: Four months.
3: That's amazing. Yeah. Congrats. We have a part for that. I might do that. I got, I got, I got I some time to go. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> you, 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 went, you, went, this side of my DNA is hurting. Bring down that that word. Should I that? That'd be good. <laughs>
2: Okay, uh, before we get up out of here, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been with us, you already know where we at, man. SoundCloud, Vimeo, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play. If this is your first podcast or your first after, your Powder Room experience, stay connected with us. Get with us on social media at thirteen four, please, all over the <coughs> social media platform. And uh, let us know what you think. Give us your comments, shows, suggestions, anything. Let us know your favorite uh, piece of the show, and we'll definitely, definitely incorporate that in there. Coach K. Take on, baby. Rubble. Grab
5: up. Uh, be intentional this year. Stop being life's punching bag. Drop the, the mitts. If you ever watch people spar, one person holds the mitts, the other person hits, and that person goes to the bag, they hold the bag for that person to hit, swap roles this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Swap roles. Easy. Mm-hmm.
2: That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We out of here from the thirteenth floor, where the furniture cool. isn't always the best.
1: But the views are amazing. amazing.
0: The thirteenth floor. floor, floor. <laughs> what 13 a treat! The thirteenth floor. here. <laughs> <No, I don't laughs>